This is Gumaring Subis Adaf Atsadi. We're holding in the bottom of Paytasamid Bees by the Mishnah. And we begin today with the Mishnah that teaches us Shnei Gitinu Shnei Ksubais Kaive Shnei Ksubais. What is the story if a woman shows up to Bezdin? She has two Gitin and two Ksubais. The Allah is Kaive Shnei Ksubais. She collects twice. But what happens if Shnei Ksubais, she has two Ksubais, Vigat Achad? And only one get, Aiksuba Ushne Gitin, or she has one Iksuba and two Gitin, Aiksuba Viget, or she has one Iksuba and one get, Umesa, and she has Edim saying, uh, the simple explanation over here is Edim saying that her husband died. In any of these cases, In these cases, she only collects one Iksuba. So if she has two Gitin and two Iksuba, she gets twice. She has one get and one ksuba, one ksuba and two get, one ksuba, one get and one edema misa. Then she only collects one time. What's the reason? Because we assume that any time a man divorces his wife and remarries her, he does so on the assumption of the original get. So let's see one Rashi over here. The Rashi explains that the Rashi's five lines into the white lines, Ksuba Shnei Getin, Ksuba B'Nesuin, Arishayinim, V'Girsha, V'Achzira. Anytime there's one Ksuba and multiple Getin, we assume what happened. They got married with a Ksuba. They got divorced, and then they got remarried. V'loi Kuzli Ksuba V'Chaz V'Girsha. And he didn't write her a second Ksuba, and that's why she only has one Ksuba. So in these cases, what does she collect? She only collects one time. Why does she only collect one time? Because we assume that the second marriage was done on the assumption of the first Ksuba. So says the Gemara, what is the story when there are two Ksubas and one Gat? The case that we just spoke about, in which we said she only collects one time. Says the Gemara, The question is, which does she collect with? If she wants to collect, she collects with the original Ksuba. Or, excuse me, this is discussing a case in which there are two Ksubas and one Get. As the Mishnah told us, That case you also only collect once. So says the Gemara, if she wants, she could collect with the original Ksuba. If she wants, she could collect with the second Ksuba. So it sounds like she gets only one ksuba, but which one? Whichever one she wants. Asks the Gemara, This is seemingly a kasha on. That Rav Nachman says that whenever we have two subsequent documents, we assume the second one nullifies the first one. And if in our Mishnah we're saying that it does not nullify, the latter Ksuba does not negate the former Ksuba. But rather, she can collect from either one that seemingly is not like Rav Nachman or Shmuel. Explains the Gemara, Lavit Allah, two lines from the bottom, do we not learn? That in a scenario where the second document has a bit more, if there's an extra palm tree, he wrote it on as a Tesefes. So too, the case in our mission that we're talking about, in which we could collect from either of the Ksubas, is when the second one is more. And therefore, we assume 
that they added on in the second suba, and not necessarily does not, not necessarily is it going to be mavatel the first one, and that's the reason why ibai bahai gavya ibai bahai gavya because she can collect from whichever one that she wants. Tanur Abanan says the Gemara in the last line, Itziya Gatuk Suba Misa. Quoting the case in the Mishnah, what is the story? If she has all three, she has a get, she has a Ksuba, and she has Edim showing that her husband died. As we turn over to Dafsadi and Aleph, the top line, Im Gekodim Liksuba, Ksubais. Says the Brysa, that if the get comes before the Ksuba, what does that show us? That shows us that. He wrote a second ksuba when they got remarried. Then Then it shows there were two different things. She's holding a get and a ksuba. So if the get is dated earlier and the ksuba is dated later, obviously what happened? There was an original marriage that resulted in this get. And then there was a second marriage, which is this ksuba. So in that scenario, she could collect two ksubas. But ksuba, okay, that was the get in the govel ksuba achas. But if the ksuba comes before the get, then says the Mishnah, she's only going to be able to collect one ksuba. Why? As we saw in the Mishnah, so the price is adding on a detail to the Mishnah that if the ksuba is dated after the get, then she does indeed collect, or could indeed collect, I should say, two ksubas. We continue with the Mishnah on Dafsadi Amr Aleph. Says the Mishnah, If we have a child that was married off by her father, and what happened, excuse me, by his father, and then he becomes a gadol, what's the story with the Ksuba? Says the Mishnah, The Ksuba that the father wrote for his son while he was a katan stands when they stay married into the, when he is a gadol. Shaman asking Gaima, because it is on that intention that this boy stays married to this woman. Gersh and his Gaira Ishta Yimai. Similarly, if we have a Ger that his wife becomes a Gyaris together with him, so in either scenario, whether it's a child that stays married to his wife after becoming a Gedaila, or whether it's a Ger that stays married to his wife after they both converting, in both cases, the Ksuba that was either written while he was a Katan or while he was a guy stands now that they stayed married. Says the Gemara Amr Ravuna Laishon al Manu Mazayim. Says Ravuna an important thing that when do we say in the Mishnah that Ksuba Sakayamas? That's only the original Iker Ksuba Mana or Mazayim. Avul Taisafazayma. But says Ravuna, the Taisafas, if there's any additional amount that was written into the Ksuba, that amount does not stay after they stay married when this boy becomes a gadol or after they convert it. Rav Yehuda, says, Rav Yehuda, no, the ksuba is 100%. Whether it was a ksuba rain, whether it was a ksuba rain while they were a katan, or whether it was a ksuba rain while they were gayim, either way it stands. Says the Gemara, let's figure out if this is true. Ask the Gemara. Ask the Gemara. Meisvei. Chidshu. Now tell us Masha Chidshu. Says the Braisa. The answer of Yehuda. Chidshu. If after they became a Gadol. If after they became Yedid. Chidshu. 
They added a new mount onto the ksuba. Nitla mashek nitlu. Then what happens? Nitlu mashek nitlu. They can take what they added. So for this brisa, what do we see? Chetu in loy chetu loy. Says the brisa that only if they were mechadish, if this person added on to the ksuba, then they get the extra. But loy chetu loy. So we have a kash on Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said, "Afilu taisefes yeishla." But we see from this brisa they only get the taisefes. When it was added on, when they were a gadol, or when they were added on the amount, when they were yidin, says the Gemara, Ema Avsh Mashachachu. No, change the brisa means even that which they added aside for the original Taisafis. Ask the Gemara, what second? But it doesn't say that, because the brisa says. Meaning sometimes with one word we could change the whole b'risa. But sometimes the b'risa is absolutely clear what it means. So over here it's clear that it means that you get to the ikr or you get the bit that was added on after they became a gadol or yid. Tiyofta, the Rabbi Yehuda, Tiyofta. Says the Gemara, it's true. This is a kasha on Rabbi Yehuda. Now the Gemara just explains how did Rabbi Yehuda make this mistake. Explains the Gemara, Masnita Nati Osei. Rav Yehuda was tricked, or was caused to make a mistake by the Mishnah. Who suffered Ksubasakayamis like Kula Milsakai? He thought that when the Mishnah said Ksubasakayamis, it's going on everything. It's really only going on the Iker Ksuba. And therefore, not like Rav Yehuda thought that they even keep the Tesefes. Perhaps a bit of a difficult parak, but. Everything is always based on Chazara. We should do a Chazara on this ninth barak of Ksubis as we now go headstrong into the tenth barak of Ksubis. Begins the Mishnah, Misha Yanasui, Shtei Nashim. Says the Mishnah, now we're going to discuss who gets priority in a Ksuba when we have multiple wives and the estate that is left over is not necessarily large enough to pay both. So someone that is married to two women who mays and the husband dies. So he leaves over an estate. The problem is the estate is not large enough to pay both of these ksubas. Says the Mishnah, the first wife who had a lien, who was obligated to receive her ksuba comes first to the second wife, as well as the children of the first wife come before the second wife. Nasari Shaina Umesa says the Mishnah different case. What happens if a man marries a woman and she dies? Nasa Shniya Umesu. Then he marries a second woman and then he dies. Then the reverse is true. In that scenario, the second wife comes before the first wife. Because the second wife was the last married woman, meaning she was married to this man. And then he died. So therefore, while she, the second wife, was alive, therefore she comes first because they're coming to collect as Bali Chayf because they're owed the money. Whereas the first wife is coming to collect as a Yairish. This is going to be an important detail to always have to keep in mind why is one coming to collect? If they're coming to collect as a Bal Chayf, as a creditor, that often gives them the upper hand then if someone just going to collect as a Yairish, because of course one first has to pay off his debts before the Yerusha kicks in. So says the Gemara, 
Midiktani, for the fact that the Mishnah says a Rishani Kodem is the Shniya. Says the first comes before the second. And it does not say in the Mishnah that the first one gets and the second one does not get. It sounds like optimally the first one comes first, the second one comes second. But what if the second one grabs before the first one? Sounds like you'll be able to keep it. And from this is approved. This would be a proof that a latter a latter creditor, who usually does not collect before the former creditor, but if the latter creditor took matters into his own hands, dove in and took something on his own, from our Mishnah would be a proof that which he collects, he collects, and he's able to keep it. Answers the Gemara three lines to the wide lines. It's not a diak for the Mishnah. Really, I'll tell you. If a latter creditor grabs, he does not keep it. And what does it mean in the Mishnah when it says that the first comes before the second has priority? It doesn't just mean as priority. It means they have total of first dibs. That even if the second one were to grab, the first one would still win. As we learned in the Mishnah, Ben Kaidin Labas. As we learned in the Mishnah, the same terminology, it says that a son comes before a daughter. And over there we know that it doesn't just mean come before that the daughter could grab. The son is absolute rights first. So too in our case, even though it says the word Kaidamas, it doesn't just mean that if the second one takes matter into his own hand, they'll win, but rather it's absolute priority to the first one. And therefore, there is no raya that a ladder of can take matters into his own hands. a second in the last narrow line, the Mishnah did not say if the second one grabs, we do not take away from him. And this lashon is going to be the opposite. We're going to take it away from him. So if a raya that which the latter one takes, he cannot keep. As we see from the Mishnah, we will not let him keep it. As we turn over to Sadi Amid Beis, Kaidames But there's going to be no raya from the Mishnah. And we continue, Nasas Rishayna, quoting the second case of the Mishnah. That he married the first woman. And who died? She died. Then he married the second woman, and then he died. And we said that the second wife comes first because she's collecting with the power of a Baal Chayf. She's collecting and she was owed the money because she was married to this man when he died. Whereas the first woman and her children are only collecting Mikayach Yarshim. Says the Gemara Shema Minotlas. From this Mishnah, we can learn three Dinim. And these three Dinim are going to be extensively discussed for the rest of today and tomorrow's daf. Number one, we learn this entity called Ksubas Minindichrin, this concept that the male children always get a part of the Ksuba. This is whether the husband is alive or not. There is a concept of the male children receiving their property of their mother. And we are not worried that it's an elite of fighting. Where do we learn this first day from? As we learned to the Mishnah, the second woman and her heirs and their children, your Yarshim, come before the first one. Make the Mudikadmi. Same Diak as we saw a moment ago. So we see that they just come first. Ha'ika, Shakli. But if there's going to be enough, 
if there is a sufficient estate, then not only would the second wife and her kids get, but the first wife and his, her kids would get as well. So we see that the first wife's kids, even though the first wife is no longer, would get from this estate. So we see that Achaz Bechayev Achaz Bechayev is the concept of Ksubas Ben Ushma Mina number two, Ksubas Nasa Maisel Chaverta. We see that one Ksuba could be considered the excess, the slurpa, the slurpas, excuse me, the surplus for his friend. Mimai. From where do we see this? It does not say in the Mishnah that you only get if there is a Moiser dinner. It says that in all scenarios that the first wife could come to collect. So seemingly the reason is that when the second wife collects, that's considered that there is a surplus, that there is an excess. And then the first wife could co- and their children could collect and that would suffice for the din that you always need to have a moister dinner in the estate. We see that the male kids do not get from encumbered properties, do not get from the properties that the father sold. Because if you're going to get from the chazim, then the second kid should just come and grab from the first kids. Because the first kids' properties are mishabed, to the, excuse me, the first kids should come and grab for the second kids because the properties are mishubid to the first kids' estate. So seemingly, we see that you do not collect Ksubzun and Dechren from Nechasim Meshubadim. Three dinim that we learn out from the second part of our Mishnah. So Maskiv Lo Ravashi asks Ravashi on two of these dinim. Mimai, from where do you know that the first din that you just said, the first din being Achaz Bechayev Achaz Bechayev is the din of Ksubus Ben Indichrin. Where do you know that is true? Tell me, Lai Lehim Lecha Achaz Bechayev Achaz Bechayev Achaz Oh my, Koyed Min Lenach Lekatani. And what do you mean, Koyed Min Lenach Lekatani? Lenach Lekatani. Then when the Mishnah said that the second one and their wives comes first over the first wife, Lenach Lekatani. It's only learning that it has priority over the Nachala of the estate. What do we need the first kid, guys? Estate involved at all. Similar answer, like we saw on the bottom of the Almeid, as we turned over to the top of the Almeid, maybe only said the word Kaidmin for the rest of the Mishnah. And furthermore, Ravashi asked, and the fact that you asked that one Ksuba could become a Meiser, could be considered the surplus of the other Ksuba, really I'll argue with you. But in this case, maybe I'll explain to you, there happened to have been a Meiser dinner. There happened to have been an extra dinner. And that's the reason why the first Yarshim got to collect. But if there was no Moshe dinner, they would not collect. So don't learn out and deduce from the fact that the Mishnah said that the first kids get that the second kid's estate is considered a Moshe dinner. No. Maybe it just gets referring to a case which there happened to have been a Moshe dinner. It says, so those are the two caches of Ravashi. The Gemara takes a moment and pulls over to the side a little bit. Five lines into the wide lines. This din, this first din that we're quoting, learning out from our Mishnah, this din that when both wives die, one during the wife's, during the husband's lifetime, like we saw in the Mishnah, and one after his death, 
Says the Gemara, this din in reality is machlokes tanoim. Tietani learned in a brayz of misu achas v'chayiv achas v'moisu benano soimer. The second kids can tell the kids of the first. The first kids, excuse me, can tell the second kids. Take your mother's chayven, get out of here. No, it already fell in front of both of them. So what is this machleik is benanis and Rav Akiva? My love, all come if the Mars of Axel Chaivax of Moise is like Zubazin in Dechron, Mars of Axel Chaivax of Moise, like Zubazin in Dechron. So says the Gemara, this day that you're trying to deduce from the Mishnah is seemingly a previous Machlaikas, Tanikam and Rav Akiva, that the Tanikam is going to hold that Axel Chaivax of Moise, there is a dinner of Zubazin in Dechron, that the first wife, kids will always have a right to collect, whereas Rav Akiva is going to hold no. There's no din in lem ksubas vin indichrin. The first wife's kids will not be able to collect. Amar Rabba says Rabba. We're ten lines into the wide lines. The first word on the line is b'moisa. He says Rabba. Ashkazin al rabbanan devei rav. The asvi kamer the kuli amach zav chamzli yishlam ksubas vin indichrin. Says Rabba that is not the machlokes that nikamer rav kiva. Really, I'll tell you that everyone agrees that the second, the first wife's kids could collect, and there's a din of ksubas vin indichrin. That their kids get the land. And they're arguing about the other thing that we spoke about. The Machlaik is whether the Ksuba could be considered a mice or could be considered a surplus so that the first kids could collect. So explains Rabba that is going to be. The Machlaikas. The Tanakama is going to hold Ksuba Nasa Maisel Chaver so that one Ksuba could, yes, be considered the surplus for the other Ksuba, and that's the reason why the first Yarshim could get. Whereas if Kiva is going to hold, not. And I, Rabba, told them in the Rabbanan to be Kasri, I know, but Baal Chayv, Kiliamalai, Pligi, Dave Maiser. When it comes to Baal Chayv, there's no Machlaikas, Kiplivi, Viksuba. There's only going to be a Machlaikas by Ksuba. No way! The way that you're explaining the machlek is the wordage in the brace is no good. What does Rabbi Kiva say? The nachla already jumped away from the first life. That's not what Rabbi Kiva should have said. Rabbi Kiva should have honed in on this fact that they're arguing about a moisa dinner. Hello, my Rabbi Yosef. Says Rabbi Yosef, it must be like we thought originally that they're indeed arguing. And indeed, these Tanoim of our Mishnah are like the Tanoim of the Brisa. The Tanya is learned in a Brisa Nasa Shrishano Mesa Nasa Shneo Mesu. This Brisa is the same wording as our Mishnah. Meaning the Gemara just proved that it's mistaver, it's logical to say that this is the Machlekes of Akiva and the Tanakama, whether there is this concept of Achaz V'chayi V'achaz V'moysai, as we have already seen a precedent for such a Machlekes. And with this we conclude, says the Gemara, Lai, 
No, that is not the machlekes. Really, everyone's in a hole that there is ksubas v'nindechrin. We don't have the page in front of us. We'll just read a few more lines. The machlekes is going to be about this moiser dinner if it has to be in karka. Mar savar tana kamers and old mi karka yin metal taloi loi umar savar afil metal taloi loi. Whereas Rav Kiva is going to disagree. Rav Shimon, excuse me, is going to disagree and even going to be. Work if it's metal, and we'll pick up from here in the next year.